Thank you for tuning in to Texas Grand Chapel's official podcast. If you haven't already, go ahead and rate and review the podcast and send it to a friend. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media at Texas Grand Chapel or visit our website, texasgrandchapel.org. Enjoy the podcast. TGC, what's going on, guys? Man, we're already on the fourth episode of Chapel Chats. Man, my name is Lance Morris. I'm the youth director at Texas Grand Chapel, and this man right in front of me, his name is... I'm Matt Etter, the worship pastor at Texas Grand Chapel. It's good to see... Uh, see? No, see? you don't see hear? people here. Hear you? It's or good to, to see talk you, to Lance. You? It's good to it's, talk to it, you. It is good to see today. you. It is. <laughs> I want to get one of those horns for when we say our name. It's like, my name is Lance Morris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you meant a bullhorn. Oh, no. Those get really loud. We'll bust some microphones up in this piece. So probably not I'm a good idea. I'm actually giving a friend of mine's kid a bullhorn for her birthday. <laughs> Why? Well, because one year I got her a drum set, and I might as well just stick with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So next year, after this, it's a, it's a megaphone? Megaphone, trombone. All the noisemakers. All the noisemakers. Yeah. What is it? Uh, the one where you hit the top of it and it goes... I don't know. Give me a second. I, I used to be in band my eighth grade year. Okay? My teacher never trusted me to play anything important. Yeah. Okay? So, like, like I always played, like, the... Yes. Actually. Finger symbols? Mm-hmm. I would play all the weird percussion instruments that didn't take a lot of talent. Xylophone? So, you know, like, in the... Uh, it's a Christmas song. Where dun 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 dun. That like okay, well snapping that sound. <laughs> you know that's. I was the guy who did. What that. you just sang though was like a wild western oh. song. Do you know I can't sing? I know but you did pretty well. Thank you. At least I knew what you were talking about. Yeah. So I would do like the little slap thing, right? Because she couldn't trust me. <laughs> now, granted, I didn't want to read music, and I thought it was like it was like. At that time, I was I, I just started kind of... No, I actually started playing the drums in the fifth grade. But at that time, I was just like, I just want to rock out. Don't give me music. I just want to rock out. Like Did you I, say I, it just I, like that two or two in no, fifth grade? No, no. Maybe a little no. higher pitched. I just want to rock, rock out. out. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. it was That was really embarrassing. Because she used to make fun of me in front of, front of the class. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. She was Your teacher was? She was heartless. I remember one time in college, uh, my music theory professor... He threw a marker at me. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I mean, it's like one of the few times I ever opened up my mouth in class. Yeah. Because I tried to, you know, not make eye contact. Right, of course. And I did that particular day. And he threw it. Man, it hit me right square in the chest. <laughs> nice. It was awesome. Sounds like it. It was. It was a little bit out of nowhere because I right. thought it was going to hit the girl right in front of me. Right. And then she moved. And then it just hit you. But it was being thrown at me, and oh, she knew okay. that. I didn't know that because mm. I wasn't really paying attention. Oh. So were you singing, or what instrument were you playing? This was a theory class. Oh, a theory class. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I heard this. I saw this meme the other day with music theory where it's like, okay, the first like three semesters of music theory, they're teaching you the rules. And like the fourth, like the fourth semester, it's like, hey, all those rules we just taught you, throw them out the window and create something new. That's ex- incredibly true. Really? That's why I like music. Interesting. Yeah, so really that's what Maybe it is. Maybe I just skipped to the, the first fourth three one. semesters or you know Yeah. First three semesters were all about the rules. Mm-hmm. All about the rules. In fact, I think it was the fourth semester when I got the marker thrown at me. Oh. Because by then that class, I mean, professor walks in and he's like, Hey, 
uh, this this class. Remember all the rules? There are no rules. <laughs> I was like, and I'd had him before, so I, remember, right. I, I probably said something along the lines of, so back in the second semester when you failed me for, you know, writing octaves, whatever. Right. Whatever I did, I don't know. I'm sure I did that. You know, all along, I was right. And then that's when you got the marker thrown at you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can understand it. It's the it. smart aleckness in me that sometimes gets things thrown at me. <laughs> that's what. That's the thing. That's what gets markers thrown at you. Not just markers. Oh, okay. I, you know, I've had other things thrown. I'm sure. But let's not talk about that. That would be for like a marriage podcast. Uh, oh, okay. All right. Well, that'll maybe later. Maybe we'll have Sarah on later. No, that's okay. No, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> today uh, is Wednesday, so this is when we record. But on this coming Sunday, October 30th. 31st. 30th. Sunday? Saturday. Okay. Well, you said Sunday. Oh, I meant to say Saturday. Okay, Oops. No, I'm just confused. I'm October sorry. October 30th. We have Fall Fest. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited about Fall Fest. Are you? Oh, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. I'm As wearing youth, floaties. Oh, I know you are. We have a dunk tank. We're going to dunk everyone on staff. That's why I'm wearing floaties. And fountain co-founders, too. I, we got her. Yeah. yeah. I said it in the last podcast. I'm like, oh, yeah, she'll do it. Well, I was I've right. heard that Miss Stacy Morris is going first. Yes. She yes. is. Her and all the things. All the things. Her and all the things are going to be dunked. I wonder who's going to have the longest line. That's a good question. It's probably going to be someone with the last name of Morris. That's a really good bet, considering that three out of the five have the last name Morris. I know. I like my odds. It sounds like good odds for you, man. Yes. I feel pretty good about that. I'm excited. I'm really. I'm actually pretty excited about that because as a youth, like we're you know, we're we're serving in the food area, so we're gonna yep. be grilling up stuff. And what are we gonna be having? Ooh, we're gonna be having sausage. I can eat and that. And boudin. I can eat that. No, boudin has like rice in it. You're killing me. Thank you. Oh no, man! It's gonna be really hard not to have candy this weekend. Oh, it's gonna be really hard, dude. Okay, just think about this though. Okay, so I'm on keto with you. Right, I know. You know, I've been serving these kids candy for the last month, and they're like sitting there, like eating Twix and like Snickers and stuff, and they're like, "Hey, Lance, throw me that thing of peanut M and M's." I'm like, "I'm gonna throw it at your head because <laughs> <laughs> I want to eat them right now. I'm gonna throw it at Is your head." Is that part of the keto flu? Uh, no, because that's what I experienced earlier this week, and I just thought I was getting sick. Instead, That's kind of what it is. Well, yeah, I felt like I was getting sick. I felt horrible. Yeah, and I had then a headache. Yep, I was irritable. Mm-hmm. And then one day you wake up and you're like, "I'm on fire. Here we go. Let's roll." I Have haven't had that yet? experience yet. You haven't? Well, no. This Wednesday. I, this started on Monday. I mean, okay. I feel like a girl. It'll be fine. Okay. One day you'll wake up and be like, "Yo, I'm ready to like attack something." You know, like like a task. You ready? Like oh, I'm ready okay. to like not actually like get up and start fighting. Just like get you're up ready and start to like fighting. That'd no, you're awesome. gonna get up and you're gonna be like, all right, I'm focused, and you're just gonna stare like a hole through the wall. That's how focused you're gonna be able to be. And not do anything. No, you're gonna be able to do something. Okay, that's why I do it. I do it for the focus. <laughs> Serious. Sugar makes me crazy. I don't like it. I understand. Yeah, no, I don't like it. But anyways, so this past weekend we uh, we burnt some stuff at church. 
Yes, it was lit. It, uh, it was quite quite lit. It was lit up. Lit it reminds up. me of one of my favorite shows, Suits. Suits? Yeah, you ever Remember? watch it? No. It's good. Suits. What is it about? Suits? Uh, lawyers. Like, like tuxedo? Lawyers. Or? Oh. Yeah. It's on Amazon now. You should watch it. It's good. But yep. there's a guy in there. His name was Lewis Lit, and he would buy other lawyers mugs that would say, you just got lit up. Awesome. <laughs> he that's that. Uh, have you ever seen New Girl? Yes. Okay, that reminds me of like stuff <laughs> that like Schmidt from uh, New Girl would say. There you go. Yep. So no, 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 no. So why did we light things on fire, Lance? So this weekend it was the last, uh, the last talk or the last sermon in the series. Um, good news. Good news. Yes. And so this Sunday we talked about believe. Yeah, and so we wrote down on like flash paper, uh, what was keeping us back from fully believing that Jesus is Lord. What is holding you back from believing in a miracle that He could do, or holding you back from believing in something that He could deliver you from, or heal you of, or X Y Z, right? Yeah, this what's holding you back from believing mm-hmm. essentially was what it was, and we wrote it on this paper, which was flash paper, and there's like a little mini cross. Yeah. Right up at the front, and we put them to the cross. Yeah. Right? And then Pastor Steve went into this thing where, um, actually, I can pull up the verse right now. Yeah, it's at the end. Yeah. Uh, where is it? Maybe not. Oh, it's Judges uh, 13, 2 through 3, and then 15 through 20. Yeah. And he talked about, how, like, the flames that went up to the heavens in the Old Testament, your issues can go up in flames, too. And then he lit the papers. Yeah, and they're not talking, like, they're serious when that's flash paper. Like, mm-hmm. like it looked like we had a miniature sun in the front of the room, S-U-N, right? For, like, Got three it. seconds, because it lit up pretty quick and pretty hot. My favorite part was when it went on the side of the cross, and I was like, oh, here we go. And some of it started to drop down yeah. onto the table. I'm I was like, like we're well, about to catch something on yeah, fire. Yeah, we just we just lit something on fire. We better go get the fire fire station across the street. Yeah, like, did you ever do the match thing? And parents, if kids are listening, please match don't thing. ever try this. Have you ever taken a match and put it on a the the box like the match box, and you're sitting in your living room? This may or may not have happened. Okay, this okay. seems oddly specific. Yeah, well, I can walk you right through it there, big guy. <laughs> so you're sitting in your living room, and you may or may not flick the match. And the whole idea is that it's going to light on fire, but when it's going through the room... Oh, it's going to be put out. It's going to not be on fire. Okay. Unless, unless you happen to flick it so hard, it goes through the room, still on fire, and behind the couch. This mayor happened in uh, 1992, 93, mm. when I was in high school. Mm. Yeah. The Lord just kind of just dropped that on your heart? Well, that's what it reminded me of as I was watching the cross <laughs> be lit on fire. Yeah. I was like, whoa. You know? It was like a couple weeks ago when Pastor Steve said that wrestling wasn't real. Shocking. I'm See, still dealing was, with it. That was my... I had, a, I had a really good friend of mine in, in college that loved WWE. And in college, t- yeah, I still do. Just saying, I, he I, if he was still alive, he would still love it. I'm okay almost then. positive. Okay, and so we were, I was talking with him one time, and I was like, "Hey, man, like, like, how do you deal with the fact it isn't real?" And 
we were in the car. Okay, so just keep this in mind. We're on 45, okay? Yeah. We're driving from Huntsville to the Woodlands. We haven't, we, it's in bet- we were in between Willis and the north part of Conroe. Right. So we're in that stretch of 45 where it's really just like a couple buildings, but mainly trees. Right. Okay. And he looked at me and said, I want to throw you out of this car right now. And I was like, I'm scared. You should. He was been. a big guy. So I was like, out of his little Toyota Corolla. I really thought I was about to go flying and just be like hitchhiking back to Conroe. Okay. And so I was like, I'm just asking. He goes, you have to think of it as a performance, like a play. It's a performance. It's not supposed to be real. It is a performance. I fully understand that. But I didn't understand that. And to be completely fair, I don't still understand that. I'm not the biggest fan of WWE. They used to come over to my house on Saturday nights. I don't know why Saturday nights. And Like the they, wrestling group? No. Okay. My, Nick Wood. Oh, that's, okay. what, that's what his name was, Nick LaPera. And he'd come over to my house with his other guy named Mike Smith. Mm-hmm. Okay, just think about that name, Mike Smith. It's the, like, the most basic name ever. It is. And so they would come over, and they'd be like, Lance, you need to watch this. And they would put on WWE, and they would stay until like 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, guys, I have church tomorrow morning. Like, I have to leave my house at 6. And they go, yeah, four hours of sleep. You'll be fine. Let's keep watching. And they would just stay over all night. I'm like, guys, you need to go. Please. I don't want to watch another dude yell and, you know, body slam someone. Okay? Like, I think I'm done with that right now. Nope. Nope. Every Saturday. So... They used to have... I don't really like WWE. They used to have a wrestling cartoon. It was awesome. Hulk Hogan, Junkyard Dog. Junkyard Dog. He was awesome. What? Are, who comes up with these names? Why know. Junkyard Dog? Dude, this was in the 80s and early 90s. Mm. I don't know. That's what I want to know. Who comes that's up with the wrestling stuff names? I used to, it used to not be on on Saturday nights. It used to be on, on or Monday nights. It used to be on, like, Saturday mornings. Yeah. You'd wake up, you'd get your Cheerios. And then you know, you'd go watch it? Maybe wear your whitey tidies because you wanted to be a wrestler. Mm. I'm, I'm just oh, saying. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd sit in front of the television and watch that kind of stuff. Okay. What's wrong with that? Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. I didn't think so. Nick had the the WWE Network, and he used to pay for it. Okay, I didn't have that. Yeah, he had that. And so he would just put it on on whenever. Like, if I didn't hide my remote in my house, lo and behold, if he came over at any point, he'd just put it on. Hmm. He wouldn't even be watching it, just have background noise. That's bad news. And so we're sitting there. Oh, that's bad news. And we used to sit there. Like, I'd sit there and be, like, doing homework or just hanging out or whatever. And all of a sudden, I'd hear, oh, watch out, watch out. And then you just hear a goosh. And I'm like, dude, I can't even focus with these dudes yelling in the background about, like, some dude jumping off of 12 feet tall, like, cages. Like, I can't exactly. focus right now. It's awesome. It's intense, man. Right. WWE is intense. Anyways, yeah. back to back to good news. Back to good news. Good news is I don't really watch that anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That is phenomenal news, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no, but uh, this past week we talked about Believe. Believe. What'd you take away from it? Oh, man. So uh, there's actually a verse, uh, James 1 6, hmm. uh, that he read. And he said, But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, no matter how long you've been in church, no matter how long you've followed Christ, like, there are still things that you it's a, you have a hard time believing, you know? Like, I feel like that's always something that the Lord's going to grow us in, because God in, in and of himself is infinite, 
Right. In everything he is. Right. Infinite in his attributes. We literally talked about that last night at, at yeah. band practice, right? Yep. Um, infinite in everything about him and who he is. So what he can do is also infinite, you know? And sometimes we put God into that box of, I don't know if we'll do that. Well, I don't know. And we try to, our unbelief, we try to disguise it as this notion of possibly, well, God wouldn't do that for me. Yeah. Well, so the question I have is, when it comes to believing, are we believing that God's going to get us through it, or are we really wanting to believe that God's going to give us the answer that we want? That's a, yeah. Because the answer that we want oftentimes isn't the right answer. Yeah, but and then we, we fail to look back and see that God got us through it. Yeah. I mean, that happens all the time with me. Yeah. I want certain answers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's only that's natural. Yeah. Right? But how many times have you looked back and been like, oh, hey, you know, God really got me through that. He didn't give me the answer I wanted, but I was believing in him, and he got me through it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. I've had, I mean, I have. I have. So, um when I was, this was between my sophomore year and my junior year of college. Um, uh, I was dating this girl, and it just didn't work out. Um, good, good for you. It, yeah, it was in the time it sucked. Well, doesn't right? it always. It does. It really did. It sucked because um, I had finally like just started really walking with the Lord after I met these dudes that were on fire for Him, and I was like, hey, like. You know, she's she, she, at the time I was like, she's she's a good Christian girl. Absolutely, this is this is the right answer. Just checked all the boxes. Right, checked all the boxes. But there were some things that she was still dealing with, and some things where she was just wasn't ready. But she thought she was ready, so I just got dragged along, right? And it kind of sucked. But so we kind of ended things, and we kind of just split off. And then that summer, me still thinking the right answer was to go back and date her. I spent the entire summer praying to God that He would open that door. Right. And I wasted in like hindsight, it's like freaking 2020. Okay. Because I'm sitting there going like literally like in a tiz in the room saying, all right, God, like I'm believing for you. I'm believing this. Like I believe that she's going to text me right now. And I'd sit there, but I sat there in silence for like 15 minutes one time, just staring at my phone. It never happened. Yeah, just because not, I was like, normally not how it happens. No, it's it's not. But I was still young in my, my walk. I didn't know. Yeah. Right. And so I was trying to figure that out. And that happened, and come to find out, he had something so much better for me. Uh, shout out, Juliana. Shout out. Big shout out. Hashtag Juliana. Hashtag Juliana. Is the best. Juli- hashtag Juliana, not Juliana. I always say it wrong. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> but it, that's kind of what it was, and it was so weird, because uh, at the end of the summer, I was just finally like, no, nah, whatever. I think the reason why I don't say Juliana mm-hmm. is because... I dated a girl named Julianne, uh, and if Sarah's listening, she probably just drove off the road. Yeah. yeah, but I dated her starting my senior year in high school. Yeah, and then we dated to like my sophomore junior year of college, mm-hmm. and even my roommates who had been like friends with me since we were like five. Yeah, had like a calendar. And would place bets on like when we would break up and nice. when we would get back together. <laughs> so they had it calendared out. Oh no, they did. Nice. I mean, you know, but it was kind of the same thing. 
Julianne, great Christian girl, checked off every box. Um, you know, awesome. Yeah. You know, but it just was never supposed to work. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, and thank the Lord because I then I met Sarah. Yeah. Granted, our first year or two of marriage, maybe three years of marriage, we still had the ex girlfriend's dog. And maybe when I think the dog, we talked about this yeah, last when the, week. When the dog died, Sarah may have thrown a p- little party on the family text thread or Facebook. Hooray. Oh, no. Hooray, hooray. She put it on Facebook. The ex-girlfriend's dog is dead. Meanwhile, Luke's crying. <laughs> Meanwhile, Luke's so crying. So I think that's why I don't call her Juliana. <laughs> maybe. I need to come up with another name. I call her Jules. That's just what I call her. Okay, I'm not it's so much that. easier because I feel like one like two-syllable names. Like any, Okay, think about this. Anyone that has a two-syllable name, I feel like always gets it condensed to like a one-syllable or like a nickname. Well, I do. My real name is Matthew. And it's Matt. The only time I'm ever called Matthew is by my mom and by my mom. Yeah. And 99.9% of the time, I'm in trouble. Mm. By my mom. Well, that's how my dad's name, or Pastor Steve, it's Steven. I'm just called Steve. Well, yeah. Yeah. But that's just a, that's a hot take here. A hot take. Nice. I like that. That's half the time I just call her Jules. Okay, I'll start calling her Juliana. I mean, she mentioned something about that? No, I just always think it's funny. Good. Because on our first date, I I would hear some people call her Juliana and some people call her Juliana. And me being really nervous on our first date, I was like, I need to have kind of like some kind of conversation, right? And so I looked at her and said, okay, is it Anna or Anna? Right. No context. Just, is it Anna or Anna? And she knew exactly what I was talking about and said, it's Juliana. I said, okay. All and only time. once did I call her Juliana. And she looked at me. She was like, did you just say that? Because she was shocked because I'd always been like pretty good about it. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I did. I'm sorry. We all married? No, we were dating still. So. That'd be awesome. No, we were... We're like, when you're doing your vows, we were freshly you're dating, like, I think. I, Lance, take you Juliana. No. Juliana. I'm glad I didn't even think about messing that up because I know I would have. That'd be awesome. No, it wouldn't. I would have been so embarrassed. I was already really uncomfortable. Or like my wife's maiden name is Kuligowski. Kuligowski? That's yeah, a cool name. Yeah, good luck. I mean, you could buy a lot of vowels there. Kuligowski. Yeah. What so, is that? That's like a Polish something. Yeah. You know. So I remember one time I had to go spell it. I was like, what is this, a spelling bee? <laughs> Nice. Like I went by to like pick up like some medication for it, you yeah. know, and you're sitting there and they're like, "Can you spell that, please?" I'm like, "No." What, Sarah? Yeah, with an H. No, can you spell the last name? I was like, "Oh goodness gracious!" No. Yeah, I was I like, cannot. "Could I just get the three letters at the beginning right?" Does uh, that count? Yeah. What about the first and the last letter? <laughs> I think I could do that. K and an I. Is that, is that good? No? no. Oh, okay. No. Whatever. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm not still in that drive through window. <laughs> Just waiting. Yeah. Let me try again. Can you use that in a sentence? You know, that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Did you ever do the spelling bee? Heck I never no. did. I can't Heck no. Dude, I, I, I can't say Juliana. How could I have spelled it? Dude, there's no way. Like, no. so our spelling bees at, when I was, so... But I remember, this was when we lived in Virginia. Right. This was when I was in seventh grade, I think. Um, They had a spelling bee. But every class had to, like, nominate someone to be in the spelling bee. Because it was like a class, like, classes versus versus classes. That's a national thing. That's what we had to do. 
So our class, we didn't technically, our teacher was just like, hey, you're going to do the spelling bee this year. Oh. And just pointed someone out. And she was really good. Like, don't get me wrong. She could spell. Okay. Oh, okay. But I was sitting there and I was like, man, I, I wish that was me. <laughs> you know, looking back at it, I'm like, I can't even really read out loud that well. How can I try to spell out loud? Okay. Like, and when I was in high school, I used I to tell know. teachers. God worked with Moses. I, that's true. You know. So I was from uh, South Houston, and yeah. the school di- district was CCISD. It was Clear Creek, Clear Creek Independent School District. Right. Okay. So uh, two years or three years, no, two years, two years before I went, we moved down here to Texas, they had a kid that graduated high school and genuinely didn't know how to read. I believe it. That he got passed through the school system, and didn't know how to read. I believe it. Okay, and so I heard that, and I thought it was the funniest thing ever. So I used to go into my English classes and tell teachers that I didn't know how to read, so I didn't have to read out loud. And, of course, that never went over well. I got in a lot of trouble doing that. Right. But, like, that's just because I was nervous about reading out loud because I stuttered. Yeah. And so, yeah, if I can't even, like, really read out loud, I've gotten better at it recently, of course, but there's no way I could have tried to spell. Yeah. Spell banana. Uh, I would have to sing the song B A N A N A S. You know, I or I don't even know if I spelled like it right, right there. Gwen Stefani, that one. Is it that? Is she the one that sang that? I think so. Okay, yeah, I would have to like sing the song. Other than that, man, like no, spell cat. D O G. I don't know. <laughs> I It'd be a rough time, man. K A T. I mean, come on, <laughs> Kit Cat. Kit Cat. Oh, wrong cat. Wrong one. Right. Anyways, anyways, I'm sorry. Back to what we were talking about. <laughs> That's like, we shouldn't name it Chapel Chats. We could we should have just called this the Squirrel Podcast. That'd be awesome, you know, or Sidetrack. I don't know something. Sidetrack. Sidetrack. But you spell it S I D E T R A C. Sidetracked. I like it. That's good. Dun, 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 dun. Not Star Wars. Yeah, no, that was Star Wars. Anyway, that was like the Sith so, theme in yeah, Star Wars. You're right. So Anyways. we went back to believe. Believe. What do you think about? When it comes to believe, we were talking about, you know, before I got sidetracked with how to spell Juliana's name or say it. Um, I think sometimes what keeps us from believing is because even though God gives us the answer, it's not the answer we wanted. Right. And it's and it's still good for us. Yeah. Because God's always going to give us things that are good. Oh, even yeah. if it's a no. Absolutely. You know, no is still a spiritual answer. Pastor yes. Steve says it all the time. Yeah. You know. I struggle with telling my kids no, though. Really? I do. Especially my daughter. Oh, I bet. Well, yeah, because I mean, I'm. She got you wrapped. Yeah, she does. Why do you have a hard time, you know, telling she your, bats telling your her kids eyes no? And, you know. Is it because you don't want to let them down? Or. That's a good question. I didn't know I was going to be put on the spot today, but um, typically you put me on the spot, so I'm just right. returning the favor. It's coming. However, um, I don't know. You know, I've never really thought about that. I, I, we do tell them. I do tell them no when I think it could harm them, in any way. Okay. Right. You know, like, and the cool thing is, is like my oldest, Luke. He's he's pretty good about now. He's kind of figured out, even at the young age of fourteen what we might say yes to and might say no to. Yeah. You know, like, at the end of eighth grade last year, he chose not to go to a party. We didn't even know anything about it yeah. until after I heard about the party. 
And I was like, why did you want to go? He's like, because Dad already knew what it was going to be like. That's good. You know? And That's goes, judgment right there. You That's might good. say no. And I was like, well, I don't know that I would have said no because it's all your buddies. Yeah. You know? But I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I think as parents, we always want our kids to be able to experience, have experiences. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, with my daughter, it's, you know, I'm surprised I haven't bought her a horse yet. <laughs> she does, like, horse riding, like, like, like classes, or does she, like, compete, or? No, she doesn't compete. Oh. She does lessons. Lessons, that's what it is. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't have kids yet, so I don't know that yet. I know. I can't wait. I have a hard time to, telling Juliana no. Well, yeah. I have a hard time with that. I have a hard time telling her no. Oh, wait. And then I have a hard time telling Sarah no. Yeah. 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 Because I want her to have everything she wants. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's part of the And that's how we have a miniature weenie dog. Oh, named yeah. Samson. Named Samson. He's a long-haired miniature weenie. Okay, and we named him Samson. I thought I was clever. Was it because of the long hair, yes. or was it because he was a weenie dog? No, it's because he was his, his long hair. Well, that's shocking. Like all Samson this, from the Bible. I understand that. Oh, okay, I got okay. that story. Okay, just making sure. I, all this time, I just thought you were calling him Samson for like a strong name, so that you know he'd feel he's like he would have a small man complex. Or he's something. quite literally a weenie. Like he's pretty I've scared of stuff. Yeah, he looks like a weenie dog. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he takes after his mom. Are you calling her? No, like name? his actual dog mom. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm close with the family. Sorry, Juliana. <laughs> no, 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 no. Juliana's like I can't much say her name, and I just called her a weenie. Juliana's much... Stronger? M- she's more fearless than me. Yeah, so Sarah. She's just like, I got it. I, I Here we go. Let's do it. I'm like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. But that's, I think, honestly, that's Juliana's, like, gift. She's, like, really good at just, like, taking a big task and breaking it down into smaller tasks right. where she doesn't feel overwhelmed. Or me, I'm like, there's a big task. I have to eat it in one bite. You would be talking about food since we're doing keto. Oh, oh man. I haven't eaten today either, so this is going to be a lot of fun. I have. I'm still in a bad mood. <laughs> It'll pass, Matt. It'll pass. <laughs> Hold tight. I'm just joking. I'm It'll believing pass. that it will pass. It will I'm pass, and you'll feel great, I promise. You will feel phenomenal. So, what else about believing? I this I really enjoyed this one. I, I loved the illustration of writing things down and, and I love the putting it on the cross. Yeah. Right? I loved all that. I love how at the end it, it, it got it caught on fire and it went away. Yeah. You know, and then I would just ask, I mean, it's caused me to kind of sit here and go, what's keeping me from believing that God has other, dare I say, things or believing that God is always, always has the best for me? Yeah. Well, as you're saying that, I scrolled down and I saw that he talked about Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, and he says, oh, I got a text message, oops. Uh, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. Submit to him and he will make your path straight. Yeah. It's interesting how it talks about uh, trusting in the Lord. Just trusting. Trusting in his understanding and not your own yeah. and submitting to him. Kind of what we talked about last, last week, week, right? A lot of times believing and submitting, believing in submission 
right. I feel like they go hand in hand. They do. Quite often. Because if we're leaning in our own understanding, we're not going to accomplish anything. Yeah. Like, straight up. Um, we talked about this uh, at youth this last Sunday. We just finished up our three-week series talking about the Trinity. We closed with the Holy Spirit. And there's, um, I can't remember where the verse is, but it talks about how the Holy Spirit intercedes for us yeah. with wordless groans, right? And he yeah. intercedes for us in accordance to the will of God, yeah. not to us, not to us, right? And I read that, and I'm, I'm just, God reminds me of, we don't even know what we ought to pray for. Nope. The Spirit has to intercede for us. Yeah. Like, so when we try to lean on our own understanding, well, listen, we don't even know what we can like what we should pray for. What why do we think we should lean on our own understanding and what we believe? Yeah. I outside think, of what the what God tells us and outside of what the Bible says and what outside of the spirit leading us. Like how can we even do that? But we have to submit to God. And that's where the belief comes from because it it's it's hard to submit to God. It's incur- it's, it's hard really to submit hard to anything. To anything. And you have to have that faith that I'm submitting to you because you have the best for me. That's where that belief and faith comes from. Yeah. Is you have to, like, that's after submission. I agree. Uh, I, I I think that's the probably the biggest thing. I think I said that last week was that I struggle with that is the submission part. Yep. It's, it, and so, therefore, since I'm not, since I, since I have a hard time submitting, I have a really hard time trusting. Yeah. I c- it's it's great to say 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 say, but deep down inside, I have a hard time trusting. Mm-hmm. Well, that's and where that's where God, like that's where it, it matters to Him is the heart. Exactly. Because think about it in the Old Testament, it was very works based, right? You had to bring the best cow, otherwise your sins weren't covered. You had yeah. to bring the best stuff. It was all about the law. But when Jesus came down, he abolished the law. Yeah. Right. And he replaced the law with grace and love. And he said, of the two, of all the commandments, the greatest are these: love your God with all your heart, mind, strength, soul, so on forth, and love your neighbor as yourself. That's good. Right. So he came and abolished the law because he wanted our heart. Yeah. And exactly what you're saying, we can give them, we can give the people, we can give God all of our words, or you can give them pieces. You can give him pieces. Pieces of your heart. But he doesn't want pieces. No, he doesn't. And that's the hard he part. He wants your whole heart. There's, like, that's that's I'm the hard part. I'm not talking about Reese's Pieces. Oh, Reese's that'd pieces. be good to have this weekend. Mm-mm-mm. No. Rotisserie chicken's better than Reese's Pieces, man. Liar. No. A good steak <laughs> is better than Reese's Pieces. Okay, I'll agree with that. Yeah. But later on when you're hungry, you want Reese's Pieces on ice yeah. cream. Oh, stop. See? All right, we're done talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop, man. Yes! We're both hungry. Yeah. This is not good. Anyways, We're in a closed room. I digress. Talking on microphones. No. Starving. This is not good. <laughs> <laughs> and on keto. <laughs> yeah. Good gosh. What were we thinking? Oh, I have no idea. But, no, really. Um, the submission part is the hardest, but then just giving him little bits and pieces. Like, you know, I don't know if you've ever done this, but I remember, like, early, uh, I don't know, early on in my walk, it'd always be like, okay, God, I'm going to, you know, if you do this, I'm gonna do this. Yes, absolutely. That's, that's not believing. To, yeah, yeah. That's not believing. That's works. Yeah. You know, or uh, I mean, that's not even faith. No, 
<laughs> and so, but I think that's what keeps us from doing that is like, you know, and then I sit here and go, well, okay, is sometimes the fact that we don't believe, is that keeping us from experience, like having, you know, from us achieving our dreams? Maybe. I don't know, right? I mean, God wants what's best for us. Yeah. You know, he, he doesn't want to come and, and steal our joy. The the devil does. Right. Right. Steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. And and he wants to do all that. And 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 what about the people who have these dreams? And I don't just mean singing on big stages or things like that. Right. I mean like having dreams of of of, of breaking addictions that have gone from one generation yeah. to the other in the family. Yeah. That's a dream. That is, yeah. You know? And it's hard to believe in that when you don't see it. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes when we're in the middle of it, we don't see God working. Right. And that's where it gets really difficult to believe. It gets really hard. But then I sit here and go, you know, like, what if you haven't been to college? Yeah. What if you want to? Yeah. I'm not saying you have to. Yep. Right? But if you want to, go break that curse. Yeah. Go be the first Believe one. that that can happen and yeah. let God open up those doors. Now, here's the thing. Believing can lead you to follow God to some places you don't want to go. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. A lot of times we hear that I want to be in the center of God's will. Yeah. And they don't realize that the center of God's will is not a cushy, peaceful place. It's like Zimbabwe. It, yeah. It is like the Middle East talking to Muslim people. Like, yeah. like think about that. Like, like I, I'm, I'm sure you've heard hundreds of stories like this where Christians are being beheaded out in the United States and outside of the United yeah. States. Right, we don't think about that, right? Because of their faith. Yeah. That's the center of God's will for them. Right? That's crazy. And that was their purpose. That was their calling to go out there and they died martyrs. Build the kingdom. And they did that to build the kingdom. Exactly like you but said. They believed. And they believed. And I've got to be honest, sometimes I don't know if I believe that much. Yeah. I mean, it's really Honestly. It's very easy for me to sit up here with a fan in the room finally. Hey, there's to, a fan. There is a fan. Good news. Control, good news, all that stuff. We just still got the fish on the wall. But Oh, it's going to stay there. I know. But it's very easy for me to sit inside my re- you know, your really nice house while we're upstairs recording this and and say, oh, "I believe. I believe. Yeah. I believe. I believe." But if I was sitting in a shack in the Middle East without flooring, yeah. Or Anywhere. You know, if God God called me to be a missionary. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've got some friends that are about to head off to Scotland Ooh, of all places cool. to be a missionary. Yeah. That's a sweet place to hear that you but it's Christians are not there. welcome there. No, it's a it's a Catholic it's Catholic heavy. And yeah. even within Catholicism, there's like two different kinds of Catholic churches there. They have wars, like right. running up and down the streets with an A K forty seven kind of war. Yeah. But here's the crazy thing. So it's awesome that they're finally getting to go. Yeah. But the steps that they felt God taking them to take, he That's scary. He quit being a youth pastor. Yeah. He they sold their house. They moved into an apartment so they could continue to raise the money needed. Yeah. They have a big family. Wow. Would we take those same steps if God was taking us down that path? Would we believe in God enough? to let go of some of these great, great things that we have right? if God was leading us. I don't know. He hasn't led me down that path. Right. And that kind of brings up this topic of, like, 
we don't take these nice things to heaven with us. No, we don't. What we do take to heaven with us are the people we bring to Christ. Mm. And we don't take them to, like, yeah, let's re- take let's, them. let's mean, take that phraseology and let's change it real quick. It's not right. Because we're not taking them up there with us. No. We're, we're going to see the fruit of that in heaven, though. Yes. We're going to see the fruit of us simply allowing the Spirit to work through us and being obedient to the Spirit and what God has put up put on our hearts we're gonna be able to see the fruit of that we're not taking anything to heaven with us well that's what i've loved about this good news series is that each and every week it built upon the previous week right last week we talked about repentance and the whole our paradigm shifted in what we thought repentance had always been yeah right and then this past sunday we we concluded this whole series with believe yeah you know and it's not just a song by journey but you know, it, it's it's true. It, it, at the end, if you take all these different steps that we've talked about week to week to week to week to week, the final one is actually believing. Right. That if you can sit here and say, "I repent of everything that I've done. I submit. I surrender. I do all these things. Therefore, I can truly believe that God has what's best for me and knows what's best for me." I mean, someone came up to me after the service on Sunday and was like, "You know, we've been praying so hard." He's not giving the answers. And I'm like, well, he's giving you the answers. Yeah. You have it's all the answers. It's not the answers you, you want. Right. You have all the answers you need. You know? Yep. Everything you need. Everything you need. Yep. Go and let him continue to lead you. Yep. And then we had some baptisms on Sunday. Ooh. Kids Heck getting yeah. baptized. We got two youth baptized, man. It was awesome. It was good. It was awesome. It was people who actually were taking the steps to say, I believe. Yeah. And then they were taking more action steps. And I think that's the biggest thing, is if we truly believe, what action steps are we taking? Yeah. Are we are we wanting to get closer to God? Yeah. You know? Like, Lance, when you finally truly believe that that one girl wasn't for you, and meanwhile, Juliana had been sitting out in the middle of the courtyard saying, Oh, Lance, where art thou? Oh, she wasn't waiting for me. Oh, that's right. She was president of Zeta, baby. Oh, yeah, because you were the first man. First man. Right. But if you didn't take those steps to finally, did you ask her out or did you wait for her to ask you out? It was kind of a weird situation. Oh, this is going to be good. Well, it is. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I'll, okay, I'll go into it. Um, so, I used to work at the same Houston bookstore. Yes. Okay. And I was a supervisor there. And one of the. You reached uh, the pinnacle. Huh? Of college life. It is, being a supervisor at the bookstore. It really wasn't, because that meant that I got yelled at by, like, students, students' parents. The worst of all three, or all of them, actually, is getting yelled at by the students' grandparents that were, like, paying for their school. Because they wouldn't yell. They would just be like, we're disappointed. They'd take out their dentures? No. They'd gum you to death? No, it was this typically happened on the phone. Oh. And so they would... They would just call and be like, "I'm really disappointed," and but I'm just like, "Have I'm the so book sorry. they needed?" Yeah, because it, it's always hard sourcing books. Period. Right. It'll always be really hard sourcing books, and then when COVID hit, it just got worse. Okay. Okay. You so, caused that, but okay. Right. Well, I'm the person that they talk to, so they're person. I'm the person they take it out on. I'd be like, "Listen up here, Nana." Yeah. No, I I could not do that. That. Anyways, sorry. I digress from getting yelled at by grandmothers. Um. <laughs> Um, so so you met Juliana who asked who out no I didn't no no I got it it's a weird story I didn't I asked her uh, no it's a different okay let's backtrack there was what I call her is the orchestrator shout out Ashley Lowe 
So she came in. She was a part of Zeta. She came in one day, and I like formed a pretty good relationship with her. We were friends. We I used to just always pick on her because right. she was just an easy person to pick on, and that was kind of just like the culture there. Is we'd all just like laugh and have fun. Um, and one day she came in and told us about the Zeta, like the Zeta premiere, which is basically just a dance. Right. And I told her I was like, oh, and my best friend at the time, Mike Smith. I was like, hey, can me and him go? Like, can we just show up? And she's like, no, you have to have a date that's a Zeta. And I said, well, find us both dates. But realize that we're going to go, and me and him are just going to, like, kind of do our own thing. Like, we're going to bring our Nintendo Switches and sit in the corner of the room and play our Switch. We just want to dress up. That's what you were going to do? That or I, we were going to bring our scooters and scoot around the dance. Is this a true story? This is a true story. You can ask you anyone. You wanted to get women this way? Oh, that's, that was not the point. I just wanted to be goofy. And make well, good memories you with my best friend. Definitely get an A plus in that category. Yeah, it would have been great. Uh, so she was like, "I mean, I can find you a date if you really want me to." And I was like, "Yeah, that'd be fun." Like, I, look, I have nothing better to do. And she goes, "Okay, cool." Uh, and so she, I think it was like a Friday. The weekend happened. I came back on Monday, and she goes, "Okay, Lance, I actually have a date for you." I was like, "You're lying." She goes, "Yeah, I do." And I, you know, I just expected kind of like, oh, "Okay, like someone that just you know a friend that needed a, a, a date," and I'm just gonna kind of be the boy you take a picture with and, you know, act like someone, you know, asked you out or whatever, like whatever it was. She goes, I actually think you're really going to like her. It's like, oh, okay, cool. And so he's like, I gave her your number, so she'll text you. And so lo and behold, she texted me and she was like, hey, thank you so much for being my date. I really needed one. And so I was like, okay, she's nice. Okay. Step one. And I did not go into this expecting to date anyone. So, you know, this happened and Ashley goes, I really think you're going to like her. She's a Christian just like you. She's like you. I was like, oh, okay, that's good. Like, good. I'm not going to go to a party. Because it's essentially what it was. It was a dance, but it was a party. And at that time, I wasn't drinking. I wasn't doing, I had no hand at any of that. And so I was like, that's good that she's at least a Christian, you know, and that's good that she's kind of like me in that way. So I'm not expecting to, like, you know, be, ex- watch my date throwing up all over the place or, you right. know, being sloshed. And so... Uh, I was like, well, I want to get to know her before we go to the dance because I think it would just be weird if, like, hey, my name's Lance. I'm not in any Greek life. Um, I'm actually a part of a campus organization, like, a, you know, a ministry. Um, what's up? My name is Lance. Nice to see you here at this party. Like, that would have been weird to me. So we want to. That would have sounded weird, too. It, yeah. Just right. So, yeah. yeah. So um, we went on, like, this weird double date at Chili's mm-hmm. where Ashley and her boyfriend, shout out this man. His name is Dylan Dingle. Okay. Oh boy. No, he's such a good guy. Okay. I love Dylan Dingle. Okay, ye old Dingle is what I used to call him. Okay, he's really, really, like really good guy. Name of another dog that y'all should have. I think so. Dylan Dingle. Uh, Dylan Dingle. It's Dylan a good name. Dingle. Samson. It just kind of rolls off your tongue. Um, and so they did not help us the entire time on this double date. They were just sitting there staring at us, like waiting for something to happen. Well, this sounds fun. And at this time, the Astros were playing. Oh boy. And so I was like, "Oh, are you an Astros fan?" She goes, "No." <laughs> The good thing is, I can hear Juliana saying that. Yeah, and she was just kind of like obviously standoffish and kind of guarded because I don't know you, you don't know me. I've never seen you in my entire life because we don't run in the same circles. Now, was your hair done like it is today? No. Okay. No, it looks like I got electrocuted. I know. Yes, it does. Um, but so that kind of happened, and then so we left the date, and we had more conversation. It wasn't that awkward. I hope so. But it, to me, it felt awkward because I was like, "This is really weird." Right. Um. To keep in context, I was wearing like Toms, like you know the shoe Toms, okay. so like that and like kind of tighter jeans and all that kind of stuff. So I looked like you know a class, like a hipster, 
probably more so than I really wanted to. I love those Toms. Toms are the greatest shoes ever. Um, but anyway, so like I can only imagine what she thought of me when I first like rolled up because my hair was a little bit longer like this. All and I know is that we should have her on next week to find out what she does, what she did think of you. That oh, I want to know that too. I've oh, asked gosh. her and she goes, I thought you were nice. And I was like, there's more to that. I thought you were nice. There's more to that statement. So I got home and I said, hey, I really enjoyed the night. It was a little awkward. Can you give me another chance? Was this like on a note, like check yes or no? No, I just oh, texted okay. her and I said, hey, are you free Friday? Oh, yeah, she yeah. goes, yes, I'm free Friday. And then we went on a date, a proper date, where I picked her up and we went. And the day went really well because at the end of the night, I shared my testimony. She shared her testimony. And it was kind of really weird how God orchestrated that. So in a way, I guess I asked her out, but I felt like there was someone like Ashley who was the one who was actually orchestrating it all. Nice. So, yeah. What did this have to do with whatever we were talking you about? You asked me if I asked Julianne out oh, or yeah, she asked right. me out. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. So I really don't know. Short-term memory with this non-eating thing. It's about, no, it's not non-eating. Whatever. <laughs> did, you, did you want me to get you a tissue? <laughs> no, I <almost laughs> You sound cried. like you're about to cry. I thought I was. I'm just joking. No, that's great. That's a okay. good story. No, and this, it just gets worse from there because on our first d- proper date, I told her I wanted to have 10 kids. What? And she about fell out of my car. Oh, yeah. You are the son of Stacey Morris. I forgot. Yeah. And then, oh, so this was the test, okay? When she got in the car, I said, okay, understand that I'm judging you right now. And she goes, what? Boy. And I handed her the aux cable to my <sighs> truck, and I said, Put some music on. Is this the the next date? This is when this happened? This was the first date that was just me and her. Oh, goodness. I said it very, like, funny and, like, haphazardly, but really I was. I was like, I need to know what kind of musical taste you have because that's important to me. Okay. Right. I handed her the aux cord. The first song that came on that she put on was Wake oh. by Elevation Rhythm. Or no, sorry. No, no, no. Hillsong Young and Free. I despise that song. Oh. I looked at her and I said... You can play non-worship music. And she goes, oh, okay, okay. And she started playing, like, just whatever. I think she ended up putting, like, T-Pain on. And I was like, "This, yes. All right, here we go. T-Pain? T-Pain. Oh, boy. Old T-Pain, man. Come on. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong. We played, like, just our favorite music or whatever. But at first, I thought it was really funny that she put, like, worship music on. Because on the first date, with the double date, I told her, I was like, yeah, like, the calling of my life, I believe, right for now, is to be a youth pastor. You know, and she was like, oh, that's really cool. And I just thought that was really ironic that she put worship music on straight up in the car. It was interesting. It was an interesting day because I was like, nah, like, play some actual real music, music, please. (laughs) (laughs) Because Wake, like, I used to play that song all the time when I was in high school. Yeah. Wake within me. Wake within me. That's how it goes? Yeah. Have you never heard that song? No, I don't listen to that. Good. Good. It's not a bad song. Anyways, I don't know how we got here from I don't believe. We need to change. We need to change the name of the podcast to uh, "Chasing Squirrels." Chasing squirrels, yeah, or sidetracked. I like sidetracked. All right, sidetracked. <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> uh, we have to change no, the we had intro baptisms. Music. Yep, we got Fall Fest going on this weekend. You've got the zombie run coming up Friday Ooh, night. That's exciting. I'm excited about that, man. I am too. It's gonna be a little bit past my bedtime, but I'll be there with bells on. It'll be fun <laughs> with bells on. Well, yeah, someone's got to find me out in the dark. <laughs> what if I get lost? 
<laughs> I hate that. I hate that so much. Yeah. Someone's gonna find me with my bells on. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be fun. The zombie one's gonna be fun. We uh, we're having a costume, like a costume competition too. Yeah. And so it's zombie survivalist theme. So like whatever you think you would look like if you survived the zombie apocalypse, right? Or an apocalypse of some kind. And we're giving away like a hundred bucks to a kid to have the best costume. And I have kids like like a lot of the students are like blowing me up like, okay, so can I bring this or can I wear this? Or is this not okay? Like one's like, can I bring my airsoft gun? I'm like, no. No. Please don't. Can I bring my katana? No. What? What's, what? It's like a samurai sword. Okay. I'm like, no. Please don't bring that. Please don't. Ooh. I'm surprised you even have that. You're in sixth, seventh grade. Yeah. Why do you have a katana? Why do you exactly. own one of those? You know, but it's 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 gonna be really fun. I think the zombie run's gonna be really fun. It's gonna be a late night, but it's gonna be great. Oh no, I'm excited. Maybe I'm should. excited to see Matt run around and try to chase some of these students. Well, no, no, we talked about that last week. Remember, oh, there's gonna speed be walk. very little running. Mm, speed walking. Speed walking. Okay, I've been mall walking. <laughs> I got it down. <laughs> mall walking. Yep. Nice. Every morning, I don't go to the mall. Who am I kidding? <laughs> I haven't been to a mall in years. I only go to, like, the sports shops. Yeah. And I try to avoid the mall like the plague. Yeah. So, I don't go to the mall. Are we... What's what's uh, Grand Chapel Worship got, come up, got coming up next? There we go. English. I don't know. Got coming up next. We have... Uh, next Wednesday is the first Wednesday. Ooh. That's going to be fun. We're going to write thank you notes to God. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's going to be cool. You ever just tell him thank you? You write them down? I don't write them down. Have you ever done that? I have n- I have not wrote them down, but I'll, I I have, like, you know, said thank you for things. Well, yeah. I've I never written so. them down. I don't know. I think sometimes when we write out things, like, a, you know, I, don't, I keep a journal. It's not a diary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Journal, of course. Journal. Journal. Okay. But I think when we write things down, it helps us internalize their thoughts to God. Interesting. Uh, just something I've tried to do over the last several years is, you know, I even write out prayer requests. Mm-hmm. Were, and, and, I, and it's fun to look back over the last, you know, and be like, okay, yeah, God answered that one. God answered that one. And that is really cool. And when I'm writing it down, I'm believing. Right. Right. But it helps me to believe because then I can sit there and go back and be like, well, he answered this in this way. Yeah. And he answered this in this way. That's and, cool. And and I think that's really, like I've said earlier, I mean, the biggest concept that I took away is that part of what sometimes keeps me from believing is because I want my answer. Yeah. But that's not believing. No. That's wanting. Yeah. I mean, part of what keeps me from doing whatever sometimes is the selfishness that I have. Yeah. And what I hold on to so much, when if I would just let go of it, I wonder what my life would look like. Would I? That be is an anxious? interesting thought. Yeah. Would I be anxious? Probably not. If I fully trusted that God was in control. Y- yeah, anxiety wouldn't be. A, I mean, you wouldn't be anxious about the future. And think about it. If every it. morning I got up and I said, "God, I'm giving this back to you. I've slept with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's maybe it's been on my mind, or even in the middle of the night." God, I'm just giving this back to you. Yeah. You know, for some reason I took it away. Because he didn't give it back to me. No, you 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 grabbed it back. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, and I think that's what we do is we lay all these things down at his feet. And it's a beautiful picture, right? Because we mm-hmm. want to do those things. We lay all these things. But I wonder how many people on Sunday morning who went up there and 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 pinned whatever it was that was keeping them from believing, and they felt, okay. And for that brief moment they released it, how many of them took it right back later on that day? Yeah. I don't know. You know? Yeah. That's a that's an internal thing. We have to really think about that. So, I'll go first, but you know, we didn't. We as a band didn't get to go up there and do that, and that'd right. be cool. We should have. Um, but I think for me, if I was going to write something down, it would be failure. Yeah. Whatever failure looks like, I would have written that down. That's good. What failure is a what big would one. you have written down? Rejection. That's what I would have. That's what I would have written down. Juliana didn't reject you. Mm-mm. She should have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I tell people. I'm like, I don't know how I, I outkick my coverage. I oh, must. Dude, don't we I all? Just, we all really. Do. We all do. I'm sorry. Our every single one of our spouses are better than us. Yeah. I outkicked my coverage. Mm-hmm. And I always, I used to say, uh, I must have told a really good joke. Well, yeah. You asked her to play her favorite music. She played Wake. She played Wake. No, no offense, Hillsong, but, but yeah. that's not a good song. Yeah, but no, really, I mean, like, I, I think f- failure would have been what I would have written down. Yeah, because and and I get rejection too. I understand that. And but then when you th- when you look at it, it's like okay, so does God want us to always have? Does God reject us? No. Yeah. Right. I mean. He's never rejected us. If he rejected us, he would have, you know, the Old Testament just would have been it. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross because he didn't want to reject us. Yeah. He tried all these different ways to show us that he loves us, you know, and 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 this is after the garden, right? And he tried all these different ways to show us that he loved us, and he could have rejected us at any time, and he never but he did. didn't. And he could have caused us to fail, at any time, because he's God and we're not. Yeah. And, yeah, we may fail in the world's senses, but we don't fail in God's eyes. Right. And and that's that's the biggest takeaway I took away, I took from believing was this idea of, hey, I would have written down failure. Because yeah. I can't tell you how many times I promise my kids to do stuff and I don't do it. Right. I fail. I fail every day probably in my marriage. Because of how I react to stuff, yeah, I fail every day in friendships. I fail. I mean, I just fail. Yeah, and 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 yet God's grace, which I think we all don't really have a full concept of sometimes, and really God's mercy shows me that He still loves me, yeah. despite my failures. He still loves me. Mm-hmm. And if I could live in that for a little while, what would that do with my relationship with Him? Yeah. You know, that's interesting that you say that. It's really interesting that you say that, because if we're living in that love with God of God of God's love for us yeah. and His grace and His mercy, I would almost kind of beg to say that we would we would f- have that same love, grace, and mercy for ourselves. Yeah, right. You would hope, right? You know, 
And it's interesting because the Bible, the, what Jesus said, the two greatest commandments is love your love. neighbor like you love yourself. Yeah. Like you love yourself. Yeah. So but if you, you can't show yourself that same love, grace, mercy, yeah, you can't. Like you can, but it's hard to go out and show that to someone. Right. Unless you are getting poured into like you ever see like one of those waterfalls that have like three tiers. Oh, like yeah. it comes from the top, it pulls up, comes down, and it pulls up. Yep. It's like the three drop. That's how it is with us with God, is that oh yeah. Jesus pours into us so that we can go and pour into others. Right? But if you're not accepting what Jesus is pouring into you, or if you're, you're not, not even accepting, accepting that who love, you are, yeah, in His, then when you're him, what you're pouring out is not nearly what you're supposed fruit. to be pouring out. It's bad fruit. It's bad water. Yeah, you know, you're so, gonna have some. What are they called? Um, oh my gosh, leeches yeah. in the water. Yeah, but th- so I, I totally get that. And then I sit here and go, if we truly believe that God's coming back, then are we truly believing that He's already won? Yeah. Like, what are we worried about? I'm not saying it's like, oh, I don't want to do that. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna let that go. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be, you know. But really, God's already won. Yeah. Do we really believe it? Do yeah. we believe that he's coming back? That's good. I, I, I do. Yeah, absolutely. You know? But then there are days where I don't. Yeah. And that's the human side of me, right? That's, absolutely. That's because I'm human. For being all honest, I feel like we're all there. We all have I those agree. days. But what would worship look like on Sunday mornings if we walked in believing? Ooh. And I don't just mean the songs. That's not worship. No. That's a part of it. But what would our Sunday mornings at church look like if every single one of us in different walks of life walked in with one focus, and that was Jesus Christ? How would our language be towards each other? Would we be building each other up, believing that God's going to do something in you? Yeah. Like, like I, why, what keeps me from telling you, mm-hmm. you know, hey, man, I believe in that dream one day, and you're going to do that. Yeah. Now, it may not be verbatim what you and I have talked about. Right. But why can't we walk in on a Sunday morning when we gather as the church, firmly believing, you know, I think we just walk in to check a box. Sometimes. I think we say we believe to check a box. Yeah. To say that, oh, we're a Christian. Yeah, like just like what Pastor Steve said on yeah. Sunday, right? Where he and talked about the half-heartedly is what that just was. Yeah, you know, we don't pursue him with our whole heart. Yeah, we don't want to give him everything. We just give him a little piece. Yeah, we give him a little breadcrumb, and he's sitting there going, hey, "That's great, I'll take that, but I want all of you." Yeah, and he doesn't want all. He doesn't want that little thing because he doesn't want a lukewarm Christian. No, he wants someone lukewarm. Who's I spit going, you out of my mouth. Here, this is what I want. Yeah, but. I just wonder what churches as a whole would look like if people showed up in the doors. And it doesn't matter about songs you sing or anything like that. You're sitting there to come together as believers saying, I mean, believers. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. And we're sitting there and we're coming in and we're gathering. And, and, and it even says it in Acts. That's how, that's how, in biblical times, that's what they did. They were believing in something bigger than what was there. I think. And if, God was adding to their number every day. Every day. I think that if we all came into church fully believing, like you just said, I think we would understand the true essence of what it means to be a community. Yeah. Mm. That's good. We may more be so, a lot of squirrels today, but you're stepping on a lot of toes. More so 
instead of just community, what it means to be the body of Christ, the church. Yeah. I think that's what it truly is. Because, see, I think right now the body of Christ is completely disjointed. Because there's a lot of self-seeking. Yeah. At the end of the day, there's a lot of self-seeking. And it's not to call out a church. It's not to call out any of that stuff. No. But what it is is to say is that, unfortunately, as humans, we are selfish in that way. And sometimes there is parts that self-seek. Well, because we see the news, Mm -hmm. and it keeps us from believing. Well, I think we also self-seek out of almost a survival instinct of, I don't believe God can do this, but I think I can. Yeah. And so you want to get what you can. You're going to do what you can. Man, all I did was, I didn't even wake up today. God woke me up. Yeah, you know? you, the only, like we talked about this. Oh my gosh, we talked about this at youth on Sunday. So the the Hebrew word for Holy Spirit is ruach. Okay, that's the Hebrew word. Is that from Lion King? No. Okay. Okay. So that word was used in place to describe the Holy Spirit. That doesn't verbatim mean Holy Spirit. Well, the word ruach means energy, not in the sense of electricity but like wind think of wind the energy that wind brings okay and so that's what it's specifically in hebrew it was talking about the energy that moved the clouds Hmm. okay aka the wind okay what we know now to be the wind also means the energy that you get that brings vitality and life Hmm. like when you breathe in yeah that's exactly what it's talking about yeah you go and you read in this new, in the New Testament talking about the Holy Spirit. It quite literally means the word that they were using, ruach, in the Old Testament talking about God's Spirit. They were quite literally talking about life. Hmm. They were comparing the Holy Spirit to be the one that brings life. And it says that in the New Testament, that without the Holy Spirit, we are dead. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is what brings life to our bones. Because the Holy Spirit is part of the Trinity. So the Holy Spirit is fully God. Yeah. Right? Just like Jesus is fully God and fully man, the Holy Spirit's also fully God. Just like how the Father, God, is also fully God. Yeah. Right? And I feel like we don't give the Holy Spirit that much credit sometimes. No. You know? So he's fully God bringing life to us and guiding us and talking on our behalf. Right? What if we allowed that in our lives when we came to church? Or just in our lives. In our lives in general. Like, how different would 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 our lives look if we just allowed God to be God? Oof. It, it comes back to submission. It comes back to surrender. But it ultimately comes down back to, you know what, Lord? If every day we woke up and said, no matter what you have for me, I believe you're going to get me through it. Yeah. You know, whatever that is. Some days you don't have as many issues. Yeah. God still gets you through it. Yeah. Some days you have a ton of issues. Yeah. Some people live in those seasons. Mm-hmm. Right. And and my question is, is where do we turn? Yeah. Do we turn to things of this world that are not bad. That don't, and they, but they just don't bring life. But they don't bring life. Or do we turn to God who is the giver of, of life? life. That's what I was trying to get at earlier. I totally forgot. I kind of blanked on it. Like, without God, we d- we can't even live. That's the thing. We can't even live. Yeah. We're dead. Yeah. 
without God, we are literally nothing. Like, yeah, we if we can around. possibly think of nothing, which we can't, the nothing we think of empty space, right? And that's not it. There's still molecules in the air, right? Literally, right. it's nothing. Like, we are literally nothing without God's spirit, which is his, the Holy Spirit is God's personal presence. Mm. We're nothing without it. Like, but we still believe that we can do it. When really, we yeah. can't even live without God. That's good. Breathe without God. We can't even die without God, Yeah, to be completely honest. Good. And that's like the, the craziest thing to think about. Like, But we somehow think that we can do it. And we take the belief into our own hands. Yeah. And I say that, but I've done it before. We all have. We all have. And that's the thing. We're all in the same boat. Yeah. We all want to believe. Mm-hmm. That's where I sit here and, you know, like when we... When I think we, we have moments we, where we believe. Oh, yeah. When we gather, are we not lifting each other up? Yeah. Are we speaking life? No. Sometimes we're we're not even speaking. Yeah. You know. Are we bringing people in who because we want them to experience the same things? Like, not a lot of churches can say that they've had double-digit baptisms in the last three months. Yeah. Texas Grand Chapel has. Yeah. It's not our doing. No, it's not. It's God's doing. Yeah. But, you know, that's 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 celebrating life. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, just the beginning. Yeah. It's yeah. literally the beginning of life. Yep. And and I just think that right now in a world where we where we see and we have in our hands every day bad news, we're not picking up the Bible to see good news. Right. Doesn't matter what testament you read. Yeah. Right? We're just not doing those things. And we we cling to a device. Yeah. But we can't cling to the one who gives us life. Right. So that's that you know, that's that's my biggest takeaway. Yeah. From this. But the good news is is that it just takes, you know, a change in your parent in your mind of saying, "No, I'm not going to continue to believe this. I'm going to believe that God has something better for me." Yeah, absolutely. And better is not a bigger house, and better no, is not a bigger not. car. It's and not. Better is not more money. Nope. Better is a life that is everlasting. Better is that's, a life pursuing Jesus. Yes, that's better. You know. Yeah. We want to make a change in the world. Start living for Jesus. Mm-hmm. You're going to go through a lot more trials and tribulations and wars and whatever Absolutely. you want to call it in your own personal soul. But in the end, you're going to come out better because you're still following Jesus. Yep. I mean, the disciples, even when Jesus was being mocked and was on trial and was hanging on the cross, the disciples, they they still denied him, right? But But they still believed. Yep. And even when he rose again, they still were in... There was a part of them that was in disbelief. Mm-hmm. But then when you look at the rest of the New Testament, what happened after Jesus ascended? Because they believed, right? Yeah. So they went out and they preached the good news. Mm-hmm. And again, I come back to the fact, I mean, I love it in Acts when it's talking about, and every day God was adding to their, their number. number. And yeah. that's what's happening. Yeah. That's what's happening in, in a church on 1314. That's what's happening in a church on 45. Yep. Okay. Is every day for those of us who are going to choose every single day of every every second, if we're going to sit there and just say, "I believe that God has something better for us," mm-hmm. 
You know, God brought us all together for whatever reason. Yeah. I still don't know what that is. Yeah. yeah. Right? I don't know why your dad had lunch with a friend of mine and then we had lunch together a couple yeah, of days Yeah, that. that was I'm crazy. Grateful, yeah. But, and I don't know why your dad was up in Virginia to know the two guys that were up there. I'm all, Shout out awesome. Pastor Todd. Love Shout it. out Pastor, Pastor Zach, Zach Ashley. You know, I love it. But, but we're all together in this for a reason. Right. And it's not me and it's not. It's not Steve, and it's not Stacy, and it's, it's it's not here, and it's not there. It's because we're all here together for a bigger mission, and that's to tell others about Jesus. Yep. And to show others Jesus. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing is that what keeps people from coming in and actually getting involved and is because of our unbelief. Yep. And through that unbelief, we don't submit, we don't surrender. We, 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 we have tendencies to look down upon people for whatever it is whatever reason, for whatever they've been through in their own life, when all they're doing is searching for the same thing that we've been searching for our whole lives. Yep. And that is life found in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Why can't we show them that? We all, whether you're a Christ follower, whether you're a Christ follower or not a Christ follower, everyone is trying to pursue the love of Jesus Christ. However, some people don't know that's what they're pursuing. Yeah. There's a lot of people here in Conroe, Texas, that are walking around with a God-shaped hole in their chest trying to fill it with things oh, yeah. of this world. They're the Solomons. They're trying to. Yeah. But they don't realize that's what they do. need. That's not what they realize. Yeah. But it, this or maybe the they do realize it, and they still just... I mean, I think there's people who do realize it, but they're like, oh, man, I'm just not ready yet. Right. Like, what's keeping you from being ready? Yeah. The what's flesh? keeping me from being ready? Yeah. And that's, the cr- that's like the craziest thing. But if you think about it in that context of everyone's waiting for G- to be introduced to Jesus... Right? Yeah. Everyone who isn't a Christ follower, they're all just waiting to be introduced to Jesus. Yeah. Right? If that's the way we view it, isn't that doesn't that kind of make it easier to go talk to someone about Jesus? You would think. It's still don't get me wrong, it's still hard. It's yeah. still scary to go but You're telling them your life story. You're not telling them, Hey, let me hear let me do this for you. That's exactly. No, 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 no. You're telling it's a different them, shift. dude. We're getting into what I'm about to talk about on Sunday. No, oh, this the, the whole idea of um, the power in your testimony. I'm going to yeah. try not to give a whole lot away here. Yeah, but that's literally it. That's it. Yeah. When you go and talk to someone about you know Jesus is like that whole idea is you're telling them how, what Jesus has done in you. Your testimony is testifying to who God is. Your testimony is a witness to what God has done in your life and the power that he has to break the you know, generational curses, the generational change, the uh, everything. Yeah. Right? Your testimony is a testament to God. But right? Some use our testimony as, look what he did for me. That's not what it is. You had nothing to do with it. Yeah. We don't turn around and give all glory and power and honor and all these things. And, you know, I mean, I come back to one of my favorite verses. Yes, Lord, your name and your renown are the desires of my heart. Yep. That's exactly. I'll admit it right here with seven people listening. Oh, don't know. We have a lot more than that. I'll update you about the numbers in a second. Okay. I don't always live like that. Yeah. I don't always say, yes, Lord, your name and your your renown are the desire of my heart. Yeah. I want to make you famous. Mm-hmm. It's easy for me to say. It's hard to live. And it's because sometimes I lack believing. So, yeah. Anyways. I feel better about life now. 
feel like this is just a giant therapy session, and, and there's people that listen to it. It's a bigger couch. I need a bigger couch. Yeah, you I should just be able to lay out and just talk. Like those, like, therapy chairs? Or, I mean, my dad was a psychiatrist. I'm sure he had one. Oh, see if you can get me one. I'll put it in my office, no problem. I'll just lay here. I'm just joking. That'd be really weird. Then I'd just fall asleep. I'd curl up and fall asleep. Well, how long is the podcast? Eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to pick up the kids. Oh, whoa. Uh, I got to go. Anyways, man, it's going to be a great week. It is. Fall Fest is going to be awesome. Fall Fest is going to be phenomenal. Sunday's Zombie gonna Run's awesome. going to be phenomenal. Zombie Run's going to be awesome. There's a lot of great things going on in the life of the Texas Grand Chapel. Plug into a uh, small group, Heck ladies' yeah. Bible study, men's Bible study. That's where I'm going to tonight. Now, y'all aren't going to hear this till Thursday, but Wednesday night, man. Men's Bible study. 6.30s, men's Bible study. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Awesome. We'll end on that note. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't already, on Apple Podcasts, make sure you go down to the bottom, leave a comment, leave a five-star review. If you think we deserve a five-star review. If you can see what you're dressed like, you deserve a five-star review. Your pink Zeta shirt, your tight man pants. And They're only tight because I've been like slouching in my chair. Oh, okay. They're actually and pretty loose. And my shoes. house shoes, heck and in, yeah. And in the hair. I'm comfortable. Yeah, it looks like I got struck by lightning. I mean, if I had hair, I'd want better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know how to respond to that. I know. Make sure you, yeah, follow us on uh, all social media <laughs> at Texas Grinch Apple. Uh, make sure to leave us a review. And that's about it. Ladies and gentlemen, have an amazing week. Peace.